We're going to start a brand new uh, series this morning called Grace and Peace. Everybody say grace and peace. Why don't you tell your neighbor real quick, grace and peace. Just turn and tell them. Why don't you get a new neighbor and tell them that, grace and peace. All right. I promise you it's going to mean so much more to you um, when we leave today. And we want to look at some very powerful things, begin to look at those things today. There are a number of major New Testament themes And I really believe that the most prominent, the dominant New Testament theme would be grace. For by grace are you saved through faith. We're in a dispensation of grace that um, now passes on law. And grace is the goodness. It's the favor. It's the loving kindness of God. I believe that grace contains everything that God has promised and prepared and provided for us. It's an incredible thing. There are some teachings that come around from time to time about grace that I think are extreme and 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 even go into error. And I think that typically happens when you isolate grace, when you just pull out and study grace alone, because grace is not alone. Grace always connects and combines with some other things. Grace and truth, grace and faith, grace and obedience. There's a number of things, grace and peace that we're going to look at in this. And so. In doing so, we're going to see really how grace works in our life. And then again, being coupled with peace. Um, Truly, this is a life-changing thing. And we find this throughout the scripture, grace and peace. And I want to write it up here in front of you because I want to keep it in front of you today. Grace. Everybody say grace and peace. Now. These two are coupled more than anything, uh, any other combination in the New Testament of grace and peace. They're mentioned in every one of the New Testament epistles or letters, except for James and 1 John and 3 John. And I'm going to read you about six or seven examples of this. And they're really going to kind of say the same thing, but I'm being very intentional about this. I want a number of things to to hit you and soak into you today concerning grace and peace. So I'll start here in Romans chapter 1, verse 7. It says, To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 1 2. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 1 3. Grace to you and peace. Anybody know where we're going? From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 1 1. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy. To the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation 1-4, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before him in heaven. So this is incredible. And, and we get grace. I want you to go ahead and get this. Where do we get grace? We get grace from God, our Father, and, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is the dynamic duo of Scripture. Okay? So this is better than Batman and Robin. 
This is better than Lone Ranger and Tonto. Okay. This is way better. This is grace and peace and grace and peace are powerful, powerful things. Peace, uh, we'll start there. Peace is a very typical Hebrew greeting and the word would be shalom. They would greet each other with, with shalom. And it means total well-being, freedom from anxiety, a sense. And I want you to get this, a sense. Are y'all looking at me? A sense of nothing missing and nothing broken. So I like peace. Come on. I said, I like peace. And peace gives you that sense of total well-being, a freedom from anxiety and a sense of nothing missing and nothing broken. It didn't say that nothing was that nothing was missing, nothing was broken, because chances are in your life, my life, there is something missing. Oh, y'all get with me today. There is probably in your life and my life something missing. There probably is right now something broken. You might be hurting over something right now. You, you might be uh, leaning against something right now. And you know what? You can still have peace. Amen. And this was typically a, a Hebrew greeting to one another, shalom. And it is to bid them, to wish for them, to declare to them, that's what I want for you is that you would have peace. And then we have grace, which is a typical Greek greeting. And the Greek word is kiros, and, and we break that down a little bit different where we get the word uh, charisma, that type of thing. And it, and it has to do with gifts, but it has to do with favor, has to do with loving kindness. Um, it's that which causes joy. And here's probably in total, it's every good thing issuing from God. So when you greet someone with grace, it's I want for you every good thing that comes from God. But then when we combine these two, grace and peace, you have to realize what was going on when these epistles were being written. The the church had been birthed. The gospel was spreading. The kingdom was spreading. And the gospel is good news to everybody. To the, watch this, to the Jew first and also to the Greek And as the gospel spreads to the Jew and to the Greek or to those that are non-Jewish, as that spreads, then there's a new family being formed called the family of God. And we live under the God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You have new community forming. And so now you have a unique and distinct new Christian greeting, which is grace and peace. And grace and peace is a powerful thing here. It's not just a greeting. It's actually infused. And we're gonna, that's what we're going to do in this series. Grace and peace is infused with, with some uh, powerful, deep theological meaning. That as we bring that out, it's going to mean something when we think it, when we say it, when we, when we write it even. I, uh, virtually any email or letter or card that, that I write... I end with this grace and peace, grace and peace. And you notice I mentioned cards and letters. Some of y'all are like, what are those? Um, I say we bring them back. I think a handwritten card is worth more than ever for you to take the time. That'd be a good gift idea to get one another. Okay. Get, get your, your, your folks, your peoples, get them some 
cards, not Christmas cards. I mean, just cards like with your name or initials or something on it. And a handwritten card that you took the time, that you personally took the time to write and say something. It's just so easy to, you know, we greet each other in all kinds of weird ways and we text each other. How are you, Kay? We walk up and greet each other. Sup? And you think you've had deep conversation. You know, and, and, and there's too much good in you and too much good in the people around you to just, you know, isolate it to that. But this is an incredible, not just a greeting. You ready for this? It's a declaration. It's a wish expressed. This is my desire for you is what he's saying. And ultimately, when we declare to somebody grace and peace, what we're saying is I wish for you that you would experience that you would enjoy follow this, the entire range of divine help and blessing. So if I, if I say to you, I write to you grace and peace, and I put my heart in it, what I'm saying is I want for you and Jeremy, I want for you grace and peace that you would experience and enjoy the entire range of divine help and blessing. You know, and that's a powerful thing. Now, now find one of your neighbors, the one you like best, and just tell them grace and peace real quick. Tell them. them. You know what you say to you know what you're saying to them? I, my desire for you, follow me on this. My desire for you is that you would experience, you would enjoy the entire range of divine help and blessing. That's a pretty powerful thing. You with me so far? Well, here's the deal. Grace and peace are not indigenous to earth. Watch me. You cannot find them naturally here. They don't grow here. You can't find grace here. You can't find peace here. So consequently, then we have a lot of people living grace. Help me. Graceless and peace, peaceless. And when that happens, we're going to follow what the result of that is in our lives here. Here's the good news for believers. Do we, do we have any believers here today? For believers, keeping in mind that grace and peace are not indigenous, that cannot be found naturally here. What we have, though, as believers are supplements from heaven. They're shipped in here. They come from our homeland. We actually receive them because they don't grow here naturally. We get them super naturally. And they come to us here on earth. Listen, folks, you can get grace and peace, but you can't find them here. They have to be brought in. And they come to us from heaven, grace and peace. Y'all are really quiet this morning. Here's some other supplements, joy, healing, provision, wisdom. I could go on. There are other things that, listen, cannot be found here that come from above. And they're not just for heaven. Please hear that. You won't need them in heaven. You won't need any grace in heaven. You won't need any peace in heaven. You don't need healing in heaven. You don't need provision in heaven. But they're from heaven for here on earth. And as believers, we have access to these things. Now, excuse me, supplements, and let's just kind of follow this health analogy a little bit. 
A supplement supplies or fills what is needed or what is lacking. So maybe uh, it's missing in your diet. You know, you're missing some kind of something, some nutrient, some vitamin. And so you take a what? A supplement. Maybe the doctor tells you to do it or you, you know, you read up on some things, realize I need to supplement this because I'm not getting this in my, in my diet. If there's any nutritional good in okra, I'm not getting it in my diet. Okay. <laughs> and just cause I try to keep y'all on track doctrinally, let me just come back to this. I won't spend too much time. Uh, okra is actually the vegetable form of the cockroach. Okay. And so I <laughs> uh, just want to, uh, just clear that up, okay? Just a slight perversion of nature, and, and but anyway. All right, now I just destroyed my own momentum. Let me, uh, all right, back on the message. And if you love okra, guess what? My whole family does. I just don't sit with them. So, um, but anyway, I'm being patient as they grow to come to the knowledge of truth concerning these things. But we have to sometimes, if we don't get something in our diet, we have to supply that somehow with a supplement. We, uh, you know, if sometimes financially you might have to supplement your income, which means there's something missing we're going to have to get from somewhere else to help to supplement, to make up for what is missing, to make up for what is lacking. Because these deficiencies, think about in your health, in your body, these deficiencies create conditions, they invite degree, uh, disease. They hinder your health. They would limit your development. But the good thing is, for us, we have supplements. But these deficiencies then would leave you. Now let's go from the body and from health and let's talk about ourselves as a three-part being. Spirit, soul, and body. Everybody say, I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. Okay, now with that in mind... If we are deficient in grace, we're graceless. If we're deficient in peace, if we don't have this in our life, then we are graceless, we are peaceless, and it develops a condition. And I see signs and symptoms of it all the time in people around me, even believers. And here's the condition that I'm diagnosing many of you with this morning. Inflammation of the soul. Inflammation of the soul. And it's, it happens when we don't have enough grace in our life and we don't have enough peace in our life. How many of you would suspect you might have a little bit of that? Well, I'm going to read the list and then you're going to all have to raise your hand here in a minute. Okay. When we are graceless, when we are peaceless, when we're lacking in those things, when we have that inflammation of the soul, it affects, it affects us spiritually and mentally and emotionally. And just like anything else, it works itself out from the inside, it will even affect you physically in your body. It affects relationships. You're cranky, you're irritable, you're negative, you're fearful, you're paranoid. When you have this inflammation of the soul, you cannot deal with pressure, cannot deal with problems, cannot deal with temptation. Creativity is low. You're not experiencing much favor and you're not looking for favor. And then your words become filled with doubt, unbelief, uh, defeat. And it also shows up on your countenance and I could go on and on, but how many of you might think that maybe you got a little bit of inflammation in your soul. 
And what it's a sign of is that I need some supplements. And I'll say this again, but the great thing is there is a cure and the cure is also the prevention. So we not only can get well, we can stay well concerning this. Inflammation left untreated leads to more inflammation. And what it does, it brings pain. It brings uh, limited function and mobility and, and, and all kinds of things happen with this. Yesterday, I was washing a mug and uh, one of my tea mugs and Alicia's got this, um, what do you call this thing? It's got like the soap in it and it's got a sponge thing and a scrubber and all that kind of stuff. And so it makes it kind of easy to, to clean. Y'all, y'all have those? They're awesome. We're selling them at the cafe. No, no, we're not. We should start giving them out to guests though. That'd be a good, good. No, seriously. But I, I'm doing this and I'm holding the mug by the handle and suddenly the handle just broke off and it, and it cut me. No, don't. I don't want, I don't want anybody, a pastor will be praying for you. you know, it's not, it's just a little deal, but it bled a lot, just like right away. And I thought, you know, it was in the sink and on the counter. And I thought I could really milk this, you know, just make a real mess and say, honey, I'm not, I'm not well, you know, and, and get babied all day. But that, and I thought, nah, so I cleaned it all up and, and got it all together. And it's really no big deal. But when I woke up this morning, it's swollen, it's red, it's, it hurts. All right, let's just close in prayer. What happened now? Something little, something little brought about inflammation. And I'm, I'm now aware of this where you're not aware of that if it's okay. And See, a lot of us have distraction and all kinds of things going on in us because all these little things that have hurt us now, and now it it causes this inflammation, quote, in our souls. Medically speaking, the root of many serious diseases, Alzheimer's, heart disease, many cancers are the result of inflammation that's on the inside. And then in our soul, let's talk about our soul. If we have inflammation of soul in that we're living graceless and peaceless, we've got to do something about this, folks. Because you're not going to be able to walk in love. You're not expecting good things. I mean, it, it just all shuts down when we're living graceless and peaceless. I think we need to diagnose and treat this in our lives. So the cure, and thank God there is one, is also prevention. And it's supplements. And the supplements are grace and peace. And when we receive grace and peace, we're no longer graceless. We're, and I'm spelling it that way on purpose. We are graceful and we're no longer peaceless. We are what? We are peaceful. And I like you better and you like me better when we're graceful and when we're peaceful. Let me say it again. I like you a whole lot better when you're full of grace and full of peace. And you'll like me a whole lot better when I'm full of grace and full of peace. And we're much better off. You actually like yourself a lot better when you're graceful and peaceful. Because then, then you're tapping into that entire range of divine help 
and blessing. So let's go to this. Where can I get grace and peace? Where can I get grace and peace? I read you about six, seven verses earlier. We can get grace and peace from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody say it with me. God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't get it anywhere else. Now, let me qualify something. I did not say you can get grace and peace from God and Jesus. I didn't say that. Scripture didn't say that. It says you can get grace and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a relationship. There's a connection here. Not just God and Jesus. Because you've got to have the connection of him being Father and him being Lord in order for you to tap in and be able to get this. Now, you're not going to find grace and peace anywhere else. You cannot find it anywhere else. You will not find it anywhere else. And let me just prove that to you. Because we've all looked. There, there are people can't even make their way to church today if they wanted to. Because last night, they were looking for grace and peace. We've all looked for grace and peace. Come on. We've looked everywhere. Some of y'all look repeatedly in the same places. Trying to find grace, trying to find peace. And here's the news flash. You can't find it here. It doesn't grow here. There are cheap substitutes. You know, on trips before we, we, we've gone to New York City, I like to go down to Chinatown. And not for the food, but to get some deals. On Rolex watches, Louis Vuitton purses, upon closer inspection, they're neither. My wife won't go down there, but it looks okay for a while. And listen, we can find substitutes for grace and peace. We can find some cheap counterfeits of grace and peace, but before long, that Louis Vuitton grace and peace straps going to come off that thing and your Rolex grace and peace. It's going to tarnish and not keep time and fall apart and everything else. Are y'all with me? Looks right. And you think you're sporty for a little bit. I found me some grace and peace. You found a cheap counterfeit substitute that will not last, will not fill, won't go long. And you worked long and hard to go find that thing. But you cannot find it. You cannot find grace and peace here. You can't get it. You can't get it. You have to get it from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a supplement. It's from heaven. It's for believers. Look with me real quick in Hebrews chapter 4. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of what? Listen to me. God's throne is called grace. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and what? There it is. Find grace to help in time of need. Let me point this out to you. Grace helps. It helps. And it helps when? Helps in time of need. And the only place you're going to find it is God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And the way to find it is you've got to go to him. What do you mean, Pastor, go to the throne of grace? It means talk to God, approach God, pray, go to him. And ask him for this. And he said that you could find, you could find this grace. Second Corinthians even tells us that that grace is enough. It's sufficient. What does that mean? That whatever I'm going through, there will be enough grace to go with that. Amen. Now, 
Once, and we'll expand on this in weeks to come. Once you find grace, peace will come to you. Once you find grace, this will mean more to you as you think about it. Once you find grace, peace will come to you. Peace comes to you. Peace will come upon you. Let me just give you one verse for right now. Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in prayer, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Prayer, would you like go to the throne of grace? Everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Listen, once you find grace, peace will come. And the brand of peace that we're talking about, listen, is not the peace that the world gives. It's a real peace. And get this, it's a peace that passes understanding. Let's talk about that just for a second. It means that if you have that peace, other people can't understand with everything going on how you have peace. Let me say it another way. People around you would say, I would understand with all that's going on. I would understand why you wouldn't have peace. But if you'll find the grace, the peace will come to you. The peace will come upon you. And this brand of peace passes understanding. Once you find grace, peace comes to you. Follow this. Grace and then peace. A tree and then the fruit. The cause and the effect. Grace enters and peace comes upon you. Grace. Follow this. Grace is a force. It's a place of supply, but peace, everybody say peace. Peace is a deposit. Now go with me on this. I wish I had an hour just for this point right now. Grace is a force, but peace is a deposit and it's deposited in your heart and in your mind. And what the, what the deposit does, how many of you have had to ever put down a deposit for something before? How many of you have ever had to put a deposit down for something before? Okay. The peace comes. You find the grace and the peace comes. And the peace is a deposit from God. And he puts it in your heart and he puts it in your mind. And what the deposit does, follow me on this, what the deposit does, it's a guarantee that God is at work. So you might still have things missing and broken and messed up and I'm hurting and I'm confused and I don't know what to do with this. But if I go to God, my father and the Lord Jesus Christ, if I go to the throne of grace, I will find grace to help in time of need and peace will come upon me. God will deposit a peace. Wait, wait, wait. God will deposit a peace into my heart into my mind while it's there it will guard my heart it will guard my mind and what the deposit of god's supernatural peace in my heart and my mind guarantees me god is at work and if in the midst of your mess you realize god is at work you have peace are you following that you have peace So I want to tell you, no matter what's going on in your life, God is greater. Amen. There's nothing in the world that can help you. Do you hear that? 
Nothing in the world that can help you. But I know where you can get some help. And it's from the throne of grace. It's from God our Father. It's from the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace. If you find the grace, the peace will come. And I just want to bump this just one more time real quick. Grace is a force. But peace is a deposit. It's God giving you peace to let you know, I'm at work. You'll be all right. And in the midst of things missing, broken, confused, hurting, whatever, you can be at peace because you know God is at work. Now, real quick as I finish. Grace and peace are free to you. Jesus paid a dear price so you could have them. They're free, but you've got to get in the right line. You know, sometimes you're at some place, hey, they're giving out free whatevers. Well, you've got to get in the right line, though. It's available, but it's not automatic. And I'll just give you this principle. James 4, 6 says this. God gives grace to the humble. Which means this. Humility releases grace. And if you'll just go to God and say, God, I'm not big enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I can't do this. I can't protect myself. I can't provide for myself. I can't do this. And if you'll trust an almighty God and go to him. The Amplified Bible says those humble enough to receive it, God will give grace to you. And just humble yourself. Acknowledge your source. Get before God and let him give you his grace. Because once you find his grace, the peace will come. I want to say to you this morning before I close, because this is what I desire for you. This is what I want for you. I want all of you to enjoy the entire range of divine help and blessing. So I say to you this morning, I mean this from my heart, grace and peace to you from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you get anything at all out of this this morning? Thank you, Lord.